Just a quick note at the top of this episode to say that due to a computer exploding, we had to use the backup recording for this episode, so the audio fidelity and quality is perhaps not quite the same as you would typically expect from Cinema Swirl. However, it is perfectly listenable, it sounds great, it just sounds a bit different, so you might not even notice it, it might not be a big deal, but it just feels worth pointing out so that you know that I know, and we will be back to normal from next time. If you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com forward slash cinemasworld, and thanks to our patrons for supporting us. All right, let's get swirling. Cinema Swirl! Get ready for a sip of this fun gun brew. It's episode number 112. And it's a Michael Caine special. Congratulations, Michael Caine. 90 years in movies, and now you are retired, <laughs> which means you are allowed to have a Cinema Swirl yes. episode done by you. With me, your old pal, Captain Kevin, joined as I am always by the Kane to my Michael, Sam Chaplin. Hi, it's me, Kane, and uh, welcome to the Michael Kane Swirl. It's about damn time that we're doing Guinness. a bit of Kane. Bit of best of British, skirting around the edge of a very difficult talk in the movie Zulu, and here we are with the Italian job. Where it's just you. a right, it's a right L good time, or a okay. uh, many are calling it a fun gun brew. Actually, as a, as a matter of interest, fun fun gun fun gun bro, fun gun brew. What does it mean? That's my job, Dad. Yeah. What does it mean? That's the most aggressive my quizzing has been on your yeah. rhyme so far. What? No, mate, but what does it mean? What does oh. that actually mean? You will be yeah. watching the movie this evening, and at one point. It'll dawn upon you that all these elements together, involving, I believe there is at least the threat of firearms, and you think, this is a bit of a fun, and then all of a sudden all those pieces come together. Baby, you got a fun gun brew going, and that's what a, yes, fun gun stew was also, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want people thinking, oh, you're having to go Michael Caine, he's 90 years old, his meat is like stew now, that's not what I'm saying. Onion stew would have also been available, just so you know. know, Yeah, I'm not British, I can't be like onion. Oh, man, if you got an onion, what do you say? <laughs> onion, onion, onion. <laughs> like a French person who wants the lowest denomination Japanese, of the Japanese yeah. currency. Onion. <laughs> And today's episode is, of course, very exciting, not just because we are doing the Italian job. I've got fun idea for a segment that I want to do shortly. Okay. I'm, I'm so excited. I preempted asking you, which I will do now, what you think the Italian job is about. Okay, so I know there's... Well, uh, what's it about? What's I mean, about? I, okay, job... This is hard because all I want to say is like there's minis in it. It's in Italy, but that's not what it's about. So the job bit. Let's focus on the job. They prefer the term Little Italy to Mini Italy. That's just I've read. I've watched The Sopranos many times, and they very angry when you call it Mini Italy. The job I assume is a heist, okay. a crime. Okay, mm. and they're doing that in minis in Italy. So. Now, I feel like in the UK, you have fucking awful sorts of fun and craziness with the word job. Yeah, Jobs yeah. a good'un. Mm-hmm. He's been jobbing about. 
he's done a jobby in the toilet. That yes. one was really exciting to find out. And you have that in Nottingham, I'm assuming. The Italian jobby is a very different film. That's It is. Yeah. Now, what I found at. strange about that was that in other parts of the country, when I've been further mm. down south on business, I have heard people refer to a tradie or a workman yeah, yeah, as, a, yeah. as a jobby. So when the someone said, oh, I've had that jobby in to fix the light. And I go, all right, I know he wasn't that nice. He's yeah, not, <laughs> that's a literal piece of human excrement. That's awful. <laughs> but it, it's not that meaning of job or jobby. No. This is a crime. A big job. Crime. One, one last job. You know, one, one big, jobby. big job. Get the, <laughs> My dad, before we <laughs> get in the car, one last <laughs> jobby. Last Come jobby. on. Try and yeah. squeeze out one last jobby. It's a long journey. And maybe that's what this is kind of about. Because like, they're going about in minis. Michael Caine's in it. Yeah. There's crime. Mm. You're only... Well, <gasps> could I get into lines? Come lines on, well, that's, that's part of the package. What do you know? You're so, only supposed to do something, apparently. But this feels very retro cinema world in that I can't really do a Michael Caine impression. And I'm gonna really? Because I thought that that's like... That's got to be just it. Like I saw this thing okay. the other day on Twitter where everyone was like, oh, every man wants to do an impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger and mm. Kermit the Frog and Adam Driver. I'm like, not Sam Chaplin. <laughs> Adam Driver. Absolutely not Sam Chaplin. <laughs> let's, hear you, let's hear your Michael Caine voice doing well, the okay. line from the movie. I feel like I've got to do a different line to get in character. The Lamborghini Den. Much more subtle. <laughs> Much more subtle. 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 You've, made, you've made him a bit tough there, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh, Michael yeah, you got, you know, you've become, you've become Hoskins. The Huskiness uh, brought on the Huskiness. Uh, uh, um, uh, you're only... You're yeah. uh, you're only Sam, supposed... He's, he's the father <laughs> of Austin Powers. You've got to get it right. My name, Michael Kane. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Like, that's pretty it. good. No, that's it's not. It's, that that's you. You do have the leg up of poor. being an adult <laughs> British man doing an impersonation of someone who is is also an adult British man. But of that being the said, the, that's still impressive. Yeah, the tangerine. The, the, the tangerine was the size of a the tangerine. You're only okay. supposed to blow my night. My, I get too. I get too too gruff. But, you are, you're getting so, far right. too gruff. And I know you're thinking crime, so you think he must be. Like, are you assuming uh, he is, like, stopping this Italian job? Perpetrating this Italian job? I don't know if perpetuating a crime against Italy on the whole. I don't know if they're stealing from Italy. But... All them tangerines. And I know <laughs> it's the 70s and you're worried about the EU and uh, the EEC yeah. coming in, taking all your tangerines and making them probably blue and square. Yeah. Like our passport uh, should be here. And no, that's not it at all. It's not a crime against the Italians. You're correct. No. <laughs> it's not like a kebab pizza, which is a crime against Italians, is what I would say. Uh, well, no, maybe Sam, that's not that bad. No, like baked bean pizza. One. Baked bean pizza? Yeah. Have you seen that? The kind of frozen Heinz baked bean pizza. That's a no. real horrible thing. Yeah, that Beans feels pretty don't go on a pizza. They're on the side as a oh, sauce for dipping. No. We've been no. through this. Wrong. Bad. But it's not that. It's Michael Caine. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. I know there's minis. I know they're different colours. 
I feel like there's a song, but I don't know what the yeah. song is. What if I do this English kind of... <laughs> so I, what, I say, what I'm doing is, imagine an 8-bit RPG and I'm a villager standing on the spot doing a little jig. That is kind of the, the right. emotion that would go along with this song. Here's the things that are in my head. No, we've no. done that. It's Great Escape <laughs> Christmas special. <laughs> i done that as well. Is it that? No, it's not that. Uh, no, it is that. It is that. Is it that? Is it, it that? Is that? Okay, that's where that's from. Okay. I'm assuming you know that from a series of like ads for like Aviva Health Insurance and the Prudential and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that that's echoed through culture and probably the footy grounds. I would imagine as well. That is it. You know. Yeah. Did you see that ludicrous Italian job they did last night? <laughs> Unbelievable. So there's that, and I think I feel like I know quite a bit about this, but I don't really know what the plot is or who's in it other than michael k i think you've kind of guessed the plot when you said it's a heist right i feel yeah and i feel like i know the ending What's which the ending? is unusual i th- and this feels like a thing that comes up on like channel five's greatest yes. funniest bits of bits and pops <laughs> yeah i think what's happened here now is sam has watched two or three of jimmy carr's top 100 best endings <laughs> to british movies on new year's eve yeah and, uh, maybe this is stuck they're teetering on an edge of a cliff I think they're in a car or a bus or something and they're wobbling on the edge and they're going to fall. Oh, Kevin's looking at me like that's not correct. No, I'm wondering. And do they fall? Do they not fall? I think it's Is it fall? Is it awesome? What is it? What's even, what even is it? Uh, it's hard to tell in Italy, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. with their weather. I don't know. If they, I don't think they... Right, my guess is that we don't find out. And I feel like the ending is like, oh, they're... Oh, they're on the they're on the edge. You were close to making it pointless and watching this movie now. <laughs> you, you're you're veering on the edge. Like, do you want do you want an episode off? Is that what you're saying? Like, no, I've actually I've seen all the I've not seen it. I just know all the good. I bits, just know basically. all of the highlights. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off, which me which implies that they blow more than the doors off. That's... I'm expecting your dog, being a British dog, is going to like yap patriotically and do little backflips when when those bits of the movie happen sure although he's a a german breed so perhaps there'll be a bit of who knows do i can i spoil any (laughs) any more of this film i think you've pretty much it all spoiled now that's all spoiled now the only thing you can't tell me is what they're heisting what would you heist from italy pizza Mm, but i don't think they're coming out of there with a bunch of dough and marinara sauce I, I don't think, think so. No. Diamonds. Because they're snobs. Diamonds. Okay. Diamonds. Just straight mm. up cash from a bank. I'm just going route one heist here. Yeah. Gold, frankincense, myrrh. Um, you, you know, seen, the whole. You've seen like Ocean's Eleven, I'm pretty sure, right? I remember that was on the yeah, big yeah. list of movies. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you are familiar with the heist genre. Yeah, Are yeah. you a fan of the high genre? Because for me, it's, it wasn't always. I used to like it at all as a, as a teen mm. and a young adult. But now, in my uh, mature years, oh, give me a heist. Even give me a shit heist, I'll have a good time. Yeah, I think the, the kind of structure of planning, it coming together, it going a bit wrong. 
Ooh. But then it all coming off in the end feels satisfying, doesn't it? That's a nice yeah. thing, you know? It's a very British thing, I suppose, that, like, the satisfaction is like, oh, we set out to achieve something and we did it, but we did steal stuff that's not ours. But that's, you know, way. Uh, but we're not going to give it back, is basically no, what you're saying. No. Maybe we it, should do a fucking London heist, huh? Why don't we go there yeah. now and we'll get, uh, we'll get all the, the marbles and the, <laughs> the, the giant bones back. and all the, all the, yeah, all the stuff. All the stuff. All yeah, the stuff. All the stuff yeah, back. all the um, stuff. Why is Sam personally, on behalf of England, stolen from you? Cinema swirl at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> let's, get, let's get it back. Yeah? Let's do a whip round. Get it back. Get it back. So I think I think that might exhaust my knowledge, but that feels like quite a lot. Okay. I'm surprised it's, I got the song. Like, I didn't realise it was self-preservation society. Look at this. Yeah. What's even the point? Is that song from this? Like yeah. original. Right. Okay. Just I'm sure. It, I mean, it was a song. Like you know. So I'm sure it was around. I'm just. I'm just saying. Right. It says a lot about the shallow pool. The UK. I'm not denying it's got. Great movies, great Thank you. cultural contributions, movies, mm. shows, art, music, all that stuff. Donkey Kong Country 2, soundtrack's only from a Brit. Like, I, yeah, I yeah. admit that. That's fine. You know, that's basically yeah. 80% of music. So yeah. what I'm saying is, is that there's only a very shallow pool of what's acceptable to, like, you, your mum and dad, the man in the street... And also the fallen and all, all of them that they can all enjoy together. Like, yeah, yeah. there's not many things other than this that you, your mum, your dad, the ghost of Captain Tom can all sit around and enjoy as Brits. And I feel as a result of that, cold hearted financial institutions and marketeers have strip mined this. Yeah. All the essential details so that you don't really need to see it, but you're gonna anyway because it's, yeah, it's yeah. part of the it's part of the job. I'm gonna watch it. The Great Escape falls into this category, I think, as well of like cultural. Yes. You know, we we've all just got that, and it's. Well, if you're doing home insurance and you're saying self-preservation society, it's like, fair enough. That's yeah. more in line than like, oh, are you driving your motorbike away from the Nazis? <laughs> Better get it insured with Sheila's wheels. <laughs> It's no, they're sense. doing like Crocodile Dundee and stuff. Surely, that's that's what they're going to be cribbing from. That's uh, true. I mean, yeah. like we're, we're we're going with Marvel now, aren't we? With all of the uh, insurance ads over here, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you have to watch all those if you want to see the new season of Loki. You have to watch all of the ads for Direct Line. Well, Otherwise, does it really make any sense? I see we've got to watch the 2003 or whatever remake of the Italian job as well, because I remember that. I remember that coming out. I didn't watch so it, but I remember that it existing. that is basically what's at stake here. If you really love this movie <laughs> or really hate it, then basically yeah. that's – because you had a lot of people tweeting in saying that that's, that's the logical thing to do. And me, having seen that in the cinema and hating it, yeah. I understand that. However, a swill and swirl matched together can only work – if there's enough emotion about if this makes no difference to you what's the mm. point of seeing a shitty remake of it yeah, but you're not okay. allowed to pretend okay I've got to no I, I'm always honest with how I feel about films uh, so. I thought you were saying you're always on turns out he's always honest honest and yeah. always on that was also a truth as well yes uh, yeah, Sam it's it's time for my new segment which I'm debuting on this episode okay and perhaps retrospectively in all the other episodes it's time for takeaway swirl quick question do you, oh. do you, do you, do you. 
I was just checking if we needed a theme for this, but that's, yes. that's covered now. So we're all right. It needs a um, sick drum track underneath. Sick beat. <laughs> sick beat, please. Thank you very okay. much. So what I have noticed, and this has yeah. come a couple of, couple of episodes, big comes to mind. Four Monty comes to mind. The thing mm. comes to mind. Why don't you and I individually, before we go into the movie, search on Just Eat, because you can search by dish on that takeaway app. <laughs> right, yeah. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be something called the Italian job, right? Okay, let's try and find something. Let's try called... and see if we've okay. got something called the Italian job. Search by dish. Search by dish, and whoever wins, your town is the more cultured. Uh, no results for the Italian job, sorry. Try another search. Okay, we're going to go over to... Oh, the closest I got is Sainsbury's Italian Pomodarian Cherry Tomatoes and Rich Tomato Sauce Tasty Difference 400 grams. But that's not till next episode. I, I was convinced well. there'd be an Italian job, like a big Italian dirty job. sandwich or something. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm going to say the name of the place. Luxford Burgers. That's Ooh. Luxford Burgers, the Italian job burger let's go into that that was the first result pesto fried halloumi rocket sunblush tomatoes club dressing and homemade red pepper pesto it's a, it's Double a ve- pesto what the fuck are yeah you doing? yeah yeah there's also this is on delivery there's plenty of uh, <laughs> plenty of italian job pizzas and burgers from various places so. wait so that was on deliveroo that was on deliveroo for me yeah interesting so deliveroo produced several italian jobs whereas okay. justy produced nothing None. And I think that could be perhaps because the Deliveroo wants a more heist-like atmosphere when they're delivering your food. Well, I mean, if if you ask their riders and drivers, I'm sure they'd agree this. I'm I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, Sam. It feels like yeah. a foolish thing that we went through all them episodes and mm. merely speculated about the no- <sighs> there were seven full Montes available in the Salford okay. area. Seven. I see, okay. I, <laughs> I burgers see and breakfasts <laughs> and one breakfast burger. <laughs> burgers and breakfasts and breakfasts of burgers. Um, <laughs> I I see where this feature is going. I think this we push this back out to the listeners to yeah. identify in their area takeaway food dishes. I'd, I'd probably say not locations. I, this feels no, like no, the, no. this is the dish, you know. It's the dish. It's I the want dish. to eat the movie. I don't want to eat in the movie. Yeah. That's weird. So and you can send yours to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. I will just ask if there's any more to take away, Swirl, or if we've, we've kind of... That's uh, it. That's it. Um, so that's I think it. that that, <laughs> that leads us very nicely into the mailbag. Welcome to the mailbag. Uh, Hi, as ever. it's the mailbag, the classic long-running segment... Yes. Could it be the next takeaway swirl? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> As ever, you can send your questions, queries, comments, and other bits and bobs into that email address that we just mentioned, cinemaswirl.gmail.com. That we just mentioned. First message comes in from Ryan. This is a follow-up to a message from, I think, 2022. Ooh, um, the golden years. Yes. Hello once again, chaps. I must thank you as representatives of cinema for the work you have done since my last email. This last email was about the Batman and right. the idea of having a intermission 
in films. Oh, we were, there's we were all for controversy it. about this recently, I believe. Well, Ryan writes, I stumbled upon an article from The Guardian detailing that the View cinema chain has been providing a 15-minute intermission during showings of Killers of the Flower Moon, mm. which have been a huge hit, in inverted commas, with customers. Keep up the good work, Ryan. I'm all for it, Ryan, because these films are getting long and my bladder is getting... Uh, short so you know short shortened bladder is uh unfortunately just one of those things that happen when you grow up now further Mm -hmm. to the point there the email from ryan yes that's a great idea also i saw killers of the flower moon interview cinema i was offered Mm -hmm. no respite period whatsoever which was bad because i brought with me a batch of homemade white chocolate cookies a one liter flask of coffee several feta stuffed meatballs and joe had a bag of snacks as well so we were really needing the loo and they didn't they didn't pause the action so it was a simple late night job and that's all that was but i read that apparently the distributors of the movie have been coming after the cinemas now saying if you put a break in you're actually breaking your contract with us because you're meant to show Uh. the movie start to finish so big hollywood's coming after your short bladders can i say i think that attitude from the filmmakers is quite frankly rank i disagree with it sucks yeah it's that's that sucks what am i meant to do movie am i not meant to drink a liter of coffee at the cinema yeah what, what, what where, do you want where are those feta stuffed meatballs meant to go that's the my bin. that's it <laughs> just in the, the oh, bin. i really want one of those meat i can just i can i can picture the, i can picture the taste is what i was saying next but, you, time yeah. you're around oh. Oh. <laughs> next time you're around and everyone will be happy because they're joe's mm. fave as well they sound good. But yeah, I'm, I'm all for intermissions. What was the Quentin Tarantino one that had one in? Hateful What's, Eight, I the, think. Hateful Eight did have an intermission in it, yeah. yeah I think there was yeah. like an intermission gag in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but it was the type of thing where I may have imagined that. Could well, well be. Well, no, yeah. But I appreciate it. I think it's a good idea. And I think that cinemas can do whatever the fuck they want. You know, just let them, let them pause the film. Go go for a wee. Fine. And I think the problem, though, is if you put an intermission on Killers of the Flower Moon, judging from what I saw, no one would have come back in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. I'm just saying, yeah. idiots went to see it. That's all. Well, yes. I've, I've not seen it yet. But... Who leaves three hours and 15 minutes into a three-hour and a, three and a half-hour movie? Because that's what I saw. That was yeah. mad. And but... it was nearly three in the morning as well. Well, I was going to say some people have the last train to catch, you know, with with something like that. You got to yeah, you got to get back. Betty's in at the at the well, at the club, you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> closing time, not at the pubs, at the clubs. So I've got to get in and get a drink. <laughs> last, the last chance. <laughs> A last Jaeger bomb before bed. So thank you, Ryan. And thanks, Ryan. That was our work that we did pushing for the idea of intermissions in film. You're welcome. Next question comes in from Corey, who writes the following: Hi, Sam and Kevin. I watch Spaceballs so oh. much. As a, oh, hold on. The problem with Spaceballs is it's got an exclamation mark in the title of the film. Um, so we don't so know the tone here. I thought <laughs> Corey's first sentence was: I watch Spaceballs. But right, let me, Corey, I'll I'll do this justice. I watched Spaceballs so much as a kid that I can almost recite it from memory. And while I don't think it's a comedy classic by today's standards, I genuinely never want to watch it even one more time. (laughs) (laughs) Were there any good movies you loved too much as a kid and watched Mm. them to the point of completely ruining them for yourself as an adult? 
and that's from Corey. It's great. Oh, that's great a question. good question. Yeah. De- definitely Pulp Fiction. Definitely oh, yeah, Pulp yeah. Fiction. Yeah. But everyone did that, though. If you discover Pulp Fiction between the ages of 8 and 15, you're going to watch it too much. You know, yeah. that, that that was just part of growing up as a millennial, I think, you know. Mm. And that was one where, like, I remember watching that at one point, because like, it was on the first DVDs I bought along with the Animatrix. I remember... <laughs> I remember being able to <laughs> recite that, like, scene for yeah. scene. Now, I'm no means, like, a, a Pulp Fiction expert, but I kind of feel like you can watch a movie a lot, but you gain no more appreciation of it than if you had only watched it, like, three or four times as opposed to 23 or 24 times. Yeah. But I also feel that that is very much a product of the time and age of, I'm a teen and I own two movies and I don't yes. think that youngsters would have that issue or adults in this day and age. <laughs> Here's what I'd say. I never need to watch Fight Club again, do I? Like that. I was going you know. to assume, right? my brain literally said, no, Kevin, be better. Don't be mean and assume that Sam loved Fight Club so much he watched several times of course like of, like of course i did of course of course he did it was my introduction to the band pixies and so that's that's enough oh, that's, isn't it that's nice yeah that's isn't nice it? Isn't it? i feel the shawshank redemption is a movie that i watched similarly 180,000 times sure but i don't feel like i feel like i could watch that again i never made a conscious effort to stop watching it like i did pulp fiction but then again when you're in university, people are going to say, hey, you boys want to watch Pulp Fiction a lot more than they're going to say, you boys want to watch the Shawshank, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. <laughs> Only one thing can put a cap on this evening of merriment, a long tale of a man's emancipation from himself in prison. Pulp Fiction has like little bits, doesn't it? You can kind yeah. of come in and watch the yes. bits. So, Corey, we're, we're veering wildly from the original intention of your question, or at least I am going to with what I say next. But I have re-watched a swirl film again <gasps> recently. What? I watched The Shining again. Really? It's, been, it's been on the iPlayer in, I think, 4K, or at least nice HD. And, oh... Oh, man. Right, watching it again made me want to then watch it another time. So I've kind of gone the opposite wow. way to what Corey is suggesting here in the, like, I think I want to watch more of The Shining and probably 2001 again. Just And then I watched that documentary about theories around The Shining. That's a um, fun old documentary. It's full of silly Some of people. which are <laughs> fucking stupid. But like, 4K, you want to watch four Kubrick movies. <laughs> I, it's, it's made me want to watch the remaining unseen Kubricks that I haven't watched. Um, Eyes wide so. shut swirl. Oh, legit, I, I really yes. want to watch that. Um, Fucking, so. you know what? Let's do that in the new year as a nice yeah. little palate cleanser against Ooh. dusty old 2024. Yes. All right. Yes. I'm up for that. But Corey, I, I, in terms of like childhood, I can't think of anything that I like overwatched to the point that I got. Ernest like, Scared Stupid ruined for me now. Okay. Because you're just watching it over and over again. So uh, many times. It must have been. Like, I suppose like Toy Story and stuff, but I would watch that again. Like there's not, yeah. I didn't ruin it. It's stuff when you're like a little kid or whatever. Because you, you watch it completely different when you're a little kid. It's when you're yeah, like yeah. watching something as a mid-teen and you think you're a little film critic or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's less fun to watch because once you've overanalyzed something, it's less fun <laughs> to go back and just watch it for what it is. I don't think I've seen Pulp Fiction in a good like... I'd say 15 or 20 years thereabouts mm. at this point. 
Uh-huh. That, right, so that now fits into another category of like, I think it would be fun for us to watch that together and talk about it, but it doesn't fit into anything that we do. Oh, uh, it's another one yeah. for the cinema, huh, series? <laughs> cinema? <laughs> but thank you, Corey, for your question, and thank you, as ever, for questions in the Swirl at gmail.com. Let's wrap up the old mailbag. You're only supposed to blow the bloody clasps off. Yes, so I know everything about this film, so I'm assuming it's going to be a good best of British time. What um, is basically is you're going to be like Thanos getting the last jewel that makes you a true British, and you're going to go, ha ha ha, Kwan you England Reds at the, the football, where you wear the red uniform of England. It's red? It's white, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's white. Red's the away kit. So. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you'll be going away, England. In the back of an ambulance. Hey! Sports are fun, after all. Hey, hey, it's time for an Italian job, so let's go do an Italian cinema swirl. Kane. Sam, initial <laughs> gut reaction to the Italian job. You can't ask for my initial gut reaction after being that funny. That's not fair. Um, oh, it was a very initial... funny movie, was it? A big laugh, this Italian job. Right, okay. Initial gut reaction. Way! It's one of those. It's proper like, way! Way! way. <laughs> one of those. Which one of those. Even if you happen to know what Sam is talking about, you'd say that's a pretty vague. You were only supposed to give me your initial gut reaction. What you mean by one of those? Wait, you know, way. It's, it's like, right, it's what the Keith Lemon film really fucking wishes it was. And that sounds insulting. But is it like is. A, a best of British, good, silly, fun time? We are with... the Bang Tidy yeah, Preservation <laughs> Society. Ush. Ush, ush, ush. Yeah. My initial reaction is not oosh, but it kind of, it, it's got that. That was a bit of fun. That was a laugh. That was bright and breezy, you know. Oosh. A hoot. Yeah. A hoot. A hoot. Hoot feels quite American for something to be a hoot. This was a knees up, you it know. It was a knees up. This was, was a real a beano. <laughs> bean fest. A regular bean fest. <laughs> it was. Yeah. A good time. And for those of you listening from Ireland, it was a big re-raw gasrulia boolia. It was one of those indeed. So we started off the Italian jobby with the only way to get any true Brit interested in the movie. It's a souped up hot rod going vroom. Yeah. I mean, look, they've taken this Hop Gear formula and they've run with it here. A beautiful location and a fast car. That's all you need. There's these lovely... a location that can only be as beautiful as the hot car driving through it, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You um, know, and I'm talking to Sam Chaplin, real OG petrol head, diesel dick over here, man. This guy, he's he's driving the car 
you know, first gear, second, third, fourth, on occasion, fifth. He'll reverse this on occasion. And do you want to tell the folks what happened for the first time ever in the pre-swirl? Because you were a little delayed, weren't you? Well, first off, listeners, um, just a a clarification, I drive an automatic. But that means I'm I'm using all the gears. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If I implied autonomy on the driver's behalf there, (laughs) I'm not letting you think that Sam's all, he's not, he's not. No, no, no. I'm letting the machine do that for me okay sam's so, basically in a rudimentary way letting ai decide what <laughs> gear he should be in yeah. whereas me i let clarkson decide for me top gear jeremy top is gear all the way <laughs> and that's why i've not driven in several years that no, the car, my car accident won't work. <laughs> because the car won't work yeah too yeah uh, so I had yesterday I had to delay recording a little bit due to being stuck in traffic in a car, which has not not really happened before. But, but it is English car. I didn't know there was a traffic jam component to this film, mm. so it's very funny now that we had to delay recording this a little bit because I was stuck in a traffic jam. Um, yeah, I was going to bring up your traffic jam call in the middle of the pre-throw, but you already. Mm figured out so much of the movie i was like he knows there's a traffic jam in it as well he might as well not watch the movie like you know no i did ironically the the one that i didn't know about i experienced directly firsthand it did turn out that the reason why there was a traffic jam was because someone was stealing all of nottingham's gold well all of nottingham's lace it was (laughs) the van was all lacy Taking all of Nottingham's greatest exports, it's yes. Hooters Restaurant and it's Lace. Lace, yeah. Um, you know what I suspect? I suspect the Sheriff of Nottingham is up to his old tricks again. Well, so yeah, I, I, I'm a I'm a petrol head and this is the movie for me. Just McGear, driving around, that, that could have been the whole movie, basically. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a sports car making a real smelly noise, that proper, like, you know, the real sports car fart i was thinking when i was watching this and it's a car going along all these twisty cliff edge mountain roads in in beautiful italy i would fucking hate to drive on some of these roads um No, I, I, I understand that it's, it is also as well probably wearing on your mind a bit that one second this car was going vroom but the mm. next second the car was going boom because it did yes. explode which yeah. fairness you know every single time you see a car driving on a nice Italian Vista like that you probably you know right to be a little bit anxious that it might go boom yeah, yeah. that car's blowing up I felt that it was too nice of a scene you know it was too relaxing and nice and like some of the YouTube walking videos that I put on sometimes just to relax Ooh. myself. People just wandering around places. It was like that, but cars. I knew something sinister was coming. In YouTube's case, it's an ad break. In this case, it's an explosion. That's it. Um, you, you watch that. I do a similar thing. There's a YouTube mm. channel I found where someone just does all the all the parts of the different Shenmue games and they walk around in first person mode. Oh, I okay, know yeah. something bad's going to happen, but that is that <laughs> father's going to get murdered yes um, thing. spoiler alert i think i don't know it's right. in the first act okay. right. some key things here though we get the credits and first off the font is lovely the font is fucking ah oh, delicious yes please like a strawberry lace eat it up lovely it's a delicious font i'll give you that mm. michael kane has got good curling on his letter in there i'm very mm. impressed with that and it takes a lot for a font to take me away from my favorite pastime which is watching a car that's exploded roll down a hill yes. i felt like i could have watched that 
for two minutes instead of credits and you throw in a wreath that's going down at the same yep. time the only other thing you could do is throw a cheese down there and then i would have <laughs> that's the movie for me right. you know but that's if they'd have done that explosion in the UK, but this was in Italy, so it was a bit, you know, if in the UK they'd have rolled a cheese and everyone would have gone down with the car. Now, the key thing about the credits that I want to bring up, and this is important, there was a funny name in there, and I don't know I if you caught it. I can't believe okay. I didn't catch any funny names. The only thing, it was later on, Joe joined me for the final act, and when we were mm. watching the credits at the end, she went, oh look, there's another person named Kane. Do you think that Michael Kane got his deadbeat brother a gig on this? Yeah, there was, there was another Kane. I can't remember the there was. Kane. Yeah. Kevin, the name of the second unit director for the Italian job is someone called Philip Ressler. Wow. Philip Ressler, which to me seemed like the name CM Punk would use to try and sneak back into AEW. But, um, <laughs> Philip Ressler. <laughs> Philip Ressler. I mean, what a name. Ressler is a surname. Oh. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that that guy's got some wrestling ancestry. It wouldn't just call you that, right? Oh, well, I, 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 don't, I guess, yeah, you'd be related. Like, I'm assuming there's a couple of men of the cloth in the Sam Chaplin lineup. <laughs> Probably somewhere, somewhere down the line. Which yeah, means but... there is a long history in the Chaplin family tree of men betraying their oath of chastity. Yes. Well, anyway, car. Where's rolls... Where's Mahan? <laughs> just Just Norman invaders. That's all. That's all. Fine. Yeah. Big bang. Car rolling down a hill. Throw the wreath after it. Get it all done in one go. And now we cut to Marco Marco Kane. My name, Sir Michael Kane. My name is Sir. Michael Kane. President only, Michael Kane. President Michael Kane. You're only supposed to do Michael Kane impressions here on cinema as well. Very Thank good. You, uh, you know what? You got the elder Kane there, despite yeah, the fact yeah. that you've been seeing, he's you know. So young. <laughs> They say he's so young, but it's 1969, so he's probably around 60 years old here, I'd reckon, by my uh, <laughs> by my calculations. This was fun because he was coming out of prison, which led to me writing down Mick out the Nick, which is very rare that you get to rhyme your name with a slang for prison. Yeah, very good. Mick out the Nick. He's coming out of prison, but he's he's a chipper lad. He's saying, oh, cheerio, lads. Bye. I'll see you later. Oh, Even the ugh. screws like him. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's a popular guy. Very handsome, Michael Caine. Young Michael Caine. Didn't he's quite realise the extent of that. We don't yeah. quite know yet why he's been in prison. So I thought he might be a no. sex offender. So I thought I would just hold off <laughs> right. for... He could have been very well connected. That's why everyone maybe liked yeah. him because of the favours. But if you've seen any of Trailer Park Boys, brackets, the good bits, this was very much like that. A guy triumphantly coming out of prison and having the time of his life. And there's some Something about the, the immediacy when someone leaves prison, be it an escape, be it a formal release, be it yes. an informal release. <laughs> I think that's like one of my favorite little situations that I can see on film or TV. Yeah, yeah. I, I love a good prison drama, but I'd happily have a spin-off season of Oz that follows the 30 minutes after everyone gets out of prison, what yeah. they do, what they eat. And he is off to do a job in Italy, apparently. And I hope he likes spaghetti because they have it four times a day in the Italian prisons. Sorry, four times a day. Is the Italian job a job to commit a crime, get banged up abroad, and then live the life in prison? Well, I mean, it four makes it sound... Four times a day! <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Well, there'd be no escaping, we'd be all so sleepy. <laughs> That's the strategy. It's a good idea. So in the, in those immediate moments after coming out of prison, his girlfriend, I think, has come to get him. Ooh. 
And she, you've stolen the ambassador's car. This car belongs to the Pakistani ambassador. Right. I didn't realise how fun this was going to be in terms of the characterisation of Charlie Croker here, who immediately coming out of prison, take me to Mar Taylor. He wants to. He needs a nice suit. He wants a. He wants to be suited. A lovely suit. He wants to be booted, um, and he doesn't want any of his conversations to be muted. If you know what I'm saying, because well, he's uh, pretty. Yeah. This, him and this American babe are off for the time of their life, essentially. Yes, and I, I really enjoyed the kind of quite sassy Taylor or Taylor's assistant being like, "Oh, these these clothes, Charlie." It's like when I went in, that was all the go. What did you do, life? And it's like hey! proper slagging him off, and he's a criminal. You know, they know he's a criminal, but uh, house a prices, the tail is the criminal. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a nice suit he comes out in as well. Like, that's yeah, it's a, a late, that late 60s is a good era for mm. men's fashion. Yes. I think that is definitely, you know, a, a, an era where the tailoring was definitely on point. You just don't guess that with boohoo men, do you? <laughs> 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 no, not quite. He, he's um, having a great day, though. I was kind of half thinking about committing a few crimes just so I could get out of prison. You know, that's a yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah, you know, nice moment. Yeah, I suppose download the app doesn't have the same ring as Take Me to My Tailor. It's not. No, you know, no. Even though some of the discounts are exclusive to buying on, you, on the app. You were only supposed to get me six months of Boohoo Premium. <laughs> now I've got two years. <laughs> Um, I like the fact that everyone in his life knows that he's a criminal and he's been in prison, but there's all this kind of British polite agreed upon, we don't talk about it as long as the money keeps coming in thing. Because he, oh, well, next... sure, the, sure, sure, the Brits are all crooks, aren't they, huh? They're all, they're all, actually, they all know each other, sure. Ah, huh? yeah, no. Um, next up, he's going to the garage to get his nice car, and the guy at the garage is like, oh, I hear you've been in India. And he's like, yes, I've been shooting tigers oh well there's a bounty on those tigers 50 50 quid ahead i'll pay in cash oh you must have shot a lot of tigers that's how you <laughs> the machine gun <laughs> machine gun oh. you'll be really funny Oof. to have a, a scene in a movie it's set in 1969 where an irishman comes out of prison and tries to have a nice day they'd fucking set a tiger on you you'd, you'd have to pay them 50 quid for the privilege of being mauled <laughs> He has such a nice time coming out of prison, Charlie, here. It seemed like he had a nice time in prison, and he has a nice time coming out of prison. And his girlfriend seems to have laid on what, I mean, basically just a room full of women in their pants. It's like a nice it present is, for It's, it's oh. kind of like a buffet of ladies for yeah. Michael Caine to get stuck into, for lack of a better yeah. term. I think at the end of this bit here, when he comes out, they're meant to be like kind of like, oh, he's spent. He's had, you know, he's had so much sex. It's like he's had four hot dinners worth but when he comes out and they're playing that sad spaghetti's worth he he looks fucking miserable like he looks like really like got to him or something like that Mm. he sneaks into a room and immediately is having a gun pointed at him i think that's by the widow of his friend who was the man in the car at the start whose car got Mm. blown up and she's like michael (laughs) uh, (laughs) 
your mate, who's dead now, was planning a job and you've got to finish the job. You've got to do the job because it's such a good job. And also, have sex with me. He's kind of Austin Powers, isn't he? But like, He is very much Austin Powers, except he, unlike Austin Powers, is a criminal and has no access to state secrets. Yes. But there was, I'm only speaking from that because there was was a plot by the IRA to capture Austin Powers and kill him. But it didn't come to that, unfortunately. Didn't come to that. Um, we did kill the love guru, though. We did get him. We did get yes, him. Yes, but that, you know, love guru. That was that. nothing to do with England. We just didn't like him. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's fair enough, really. So we get a little kind of black and white video from beyond the grave explaining Whoa. what the job is. It's $4 million. And I, I really like that Charlie is sort of interacting with the video. He's like chatting to his mate from beyond the grave. Almost in a way like it seems like he doesn't understand what a video is. I think it's just a nice little thing to, you know, pretend to chat with his mate. Whose wife he's just been chagging, by the way. That's, yeah, I would say yeah, he's, I'm yeah. surprised his dick didn't fall off at this point because he's been <laughs> doing this a lot, like, you know. Now, a couple of points about him watching the video. Firstly, any video that literally begins with, I am dead and here is my video it yes. really made me want to you and i to do a series of podcasts maybe random episodes of swirl or swill over on the patreon page where yeah. one of us introduced ourselves as having been dead so in the event that one or both of us die we have some flexibility there that we could release one episode sure. where i'm dead and one episode where you're dead or one really whopper episode where we're both, we're dead. both dead it also made me wonder as well when michael kane was talking away with the dead man's film do yeah. you think people People, like do that with our podcast where they'll be like yeah sam that initial gut reaction was 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 just a noise it was just a noise i can only do annoyed michael k now i've realized <laughs> but do you think people do that i hope so yeah i hope people listening at home are kind of like agreeing or you know adding their own little viewpoints in I, that's what i want i um, can only apologize to you at home that sam and i have dominated the conversation with you so much over the last eight or nine years yes we leave barely any gaps and if there are any they are edited out i've been on sam like a hawk i want to remove all pauses all breaths i want this to be like a youtube video from 2010 yeah everywhere do you remember when some youtubers tried to do stand-up in lincoln once and you had the most pithy remark ever which is hard to get those laughs when you don't have all those cuts eh I think I genuinely think about that like once a month, all the time. It's great. I do remember that. Great times. Right. So the plan, Kevin, is to cause a big bloody traffic jam. And while there's a traffic jam, ambush a convoy that is transporting gold. They're stealing oh, gold. And um, it's a it's a lot of gold. I'm talking mm. four milli willy worth of gold. That Whoa. is a shitload of gold. Mm. And Turin is ripe for the picking. And that is yes. what I would say if I was on the Turin tourism board because it makes you feel like you're taking advantage of the great culture the city has to offer. Yeah. And also, like, at the same time in the advert, if you have that tagline, you could have someone taking, like, a tomato off a vine and bite oh. it. And then you go... <laughs> It just goes everywhere. Hi, I'm Kevin Mahan, and welcome to Turin. <laughs> now, in order to sort out this job, he needs some financial backing, and this was pre-Kickstarter. So, yeah, so he's, he's going to Indiegogo. Can you believe that? Like, 
He's got to Indiegogo back to prison. He's got to break back into prison to convince Mr. Bridger, played by Noel Coward, who I know the name and know of, but know basically fuck all about, I've realised. I don't really know who Noel Coward is, but I feel like I should. (laughs) Probably. Uh, Probably, (laughs) Um, yeah. Probably. Probably one of our lot. This guy, Mr. Bridger... I think he's like a mega crook who is in prison. He's treated like royalty. He's treated better than any of the prison guards or prison officers. And Charlie breaks back in and hides in his little private toilet to do his little, I guess, elevator pitch, but more kind of cubicle pitch. <laughs> cubicle um, you know, I've definitely been watching too many prison dramas because soon as soon as Mr. Bridger walked into that bathroom with his newspaper and his toilet roll, I expected him to get like 10 shanks. But Jobs this off. Is, this is the thing about like British politeness, because after he's done this pitch, which is annoying Mr. Bridger, he says to one of his prison mates, I don't want him killed, just given a good going over. Like he, the instructions like just beat him up a bit. I don't fucking kill him, but give him a good going over. It's, it's nice. Know, I like that. It's, it's nice and all that, but like, you know, you, it, it's escalation, Sam. Mm. They go over one of your lads, so you do over one of them, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just madness and anarchy in the street. So it turns out his saucy sign dish, Lorna, the American mm. lady, she's been nicked. But she's actually fine because she's managed to talk her way out of all the pressing charges against her. But she's still able to give Michael Caine the thick end of the wedge. And he's getting it from the missus. And then only yep. Bridger's brigadiers show up and they do fuck him up. They... <laughs> They do give him a good going over. It's also very funny that the argument between Lorna and Charlie happens while he's holding a big novelty tech. You know, one of the uh, big fucking te- the massive thing, and there's like squeaky noises everywhere. They give him a going over, but I would say mm. that they did him in, you know, if, if, I, if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah, yeah. They were trying to do him in, but his, his line of, Oh, lads, you wouldn't hit a fella with. I I've, I've lost. I've lost the voice. I'll tell you that I can't do the Michael Caine. You wouldn't hit a fella with no trousers on, would you? And uh, and then <laughs> runs out of there with no trousers on. Very very funny. You might need to pop into the traffic jam to get your Michael Caine voice back. Yes. So anyway, oh, the trou- My my name. Hello. My name is tra- My trousers. Trousers. No, this it's gone. It's gone. It's- this is Michael Caine. ASMR. You were <laughs> you were only supposed to titillate the senses. It's become a fetish now. What's this, <laughs> Kevin? We're, we're getting into one of my favourite bits of high no, movies. I, or- no, I don't <laughs> have an OnlyFans. Thank you very much. I simply <laughs> ruffle my hands through bowls of teeth and marbles. <laughs> it's non-sexual. <laughs> Bowls of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I'm just distracted by the image of Michael Caine in front of a fancy microphone putting his hand in a bowl of teeth. <laughs> So it's we're getting to one of my favourite bits of heist films or indeed heist media. We're putting a crew together and we need a computer nerd. And, and so we get. And I honestly think in the modern day version, this character would be played by Leg Francis because we don't really have a, a, a an equivalent here. But we get oh, uh, Benny- an equivalent friendly pervert like Benny Hill. 
<laughs> get Benny Professor Hill. Peach, by the way. Yes. Great name. Just missed out on the casting call for Cluedo, but here he is in the Italian job. And they're like, he's the world's foremost expert on computers, which are as yet to be defined properly in popular media in the late 60s. Yeah. There's no way that such a boffin would join up with us. And as they say, everybody in the world is bent. Yes, everybody in the world is It's true. Professor Peach is doing literal, ooh, matron stuff, which I kind of knew was a thing, but I forgot that it has like an actual basis in people saying things like, ooh, matron, and there is literally, ooh, matron. He likes the ladies, does Professor Peach. He does, and he has that kind of like, you wouldn't get away with this in this day and age, where you can say you like the ladies, you can be enthusiastic Mm. about that, I'm sure. It's the sweating at the same time. Yes. The, the amount of sweat. I'm not even familiar with his body of work, and I was uncomfortable watching him on screen. <laughs> Benny Hill swirl. Reverse swirl, because I bet you've seen some. I d- well, maybe. Accidentally. Oh, heck! The parsnips fucked the gardener. The thing with Benny Hill is I'm not even sure I knew what Benny Hill looked like. I kind of knew the music. I thought it was like Frey Bentos. It was just a brand. He was a man of flesh and blood. There is a real Benny Hill. And that's what he looks like. So some of the rest of the gang that they're getting together, the fucking haircuts on these lads, the 1969 haircuts. Some real... There's one fucking... Jimmy Savile haircut in amongst that crew of, of guys and it's uh, it's quite distressing given we, we, we both just watched the we have just we have just watched the entirely inappropriately titled The Reckoning mm. and we for some reason can't help but mention it every single time <laughs> we sit down to record Sam I will say though it did mm. make me nostalgic it, and I like when I made nostalgic for a time that was 20 years before I was born would have sure. made me nostalgic of the good old days when you could get a large group of gentlemen into a room who are all criminals and they're all wearing suits and you could realistically refer to that group as the firm. Yeah, exactly. It was the best of times, Kevin, and neither of us were alive in those times. But I want to go back. Bring me back. Oh, but they're getting the firm together. It's the line when he's introduced to the firm. First of all, mm. his right-hand man is called Bill Bailey, and that is very, yeah. very funny to me, and that it will never funny. not yeah. be funny. But yeah. this year I read, finally, I will introduce you all to the lads. That's <laughs> just brilliant. Yes. I could take a whole movie of this era of Michael Caine introducing me to things. Also, when he's going around the group, he does introduce Professor Peach and, and is like, he, no, but he is a pervert, but we will not let that get in the way of what we're doing here. But he is a Roman. If, um, if he is tits deep in his pornography, let him at it, okay? Let him at it. And Benny Hill just looking to camera and be like, Ooh, I am a pervert. Like, he's doing proper, like, gurning silly... I forgot that this was a real thing. I didn't realise it was actually a, a real thing. And this is Camp Freddy. He wears a neckerchief. That's... <laughs> all right planning stages we're getting yes. some mini coopers and we're fucking them over some ramps uh we've got money to burn here got a very brainiac this part didn't it oh i mean you want john tickle in your firm don't you that's that's Absolutely. who you want oh you know and and hammond to drive the cars well. this is john tickle now he may be a pervert but he won big brother he's very important member of the firm and lay him out <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't even know. I, John Tickle's probably lovely. I think John Tickle's nice. I don't think there's any bad John Tickle stuff. He walked on custard, but that wasn't for any uh, weird pervert reasons. <laughs> just, or was it? Well, yeah. Uh? Mm, things may may come to light but at time of record not aware of anything bad so yeah Min- mini cooper's flipping over ramps and they're test kevin they're testing a van that's been rigged with explosives what kablamo and we get the fucking what? line we get the line early doors which is uh, i'm sure i'm sure you'll uh, repeat s- supposed to blow the early doors off <laughs> There we go. We've, we've got we it. And, uh, yeah, that's that's the end of the film. Can I just say, is around this point as well, the score of this movie, very good. Yeah. The yeah, use yeah. of harmonicas to know exasperated moments with all the characters. It's light and frothy. And I love a heist movie, but this one is, it's not quite a comedy, but there's a kind of a lightness to it. I don't really know if it's a scene that feels low stakes. It just feels like everyone's got a good attitude who's yeah. doing the crime. So it's all yeah. right, like. There's a kind of a stag do vibe to this you know yes. they're all just lads getting together and it feels like they're not doing a heist they're going paintballing somewhere but i you know. know actually sam i'd probably say this is actually lighter and nicer than a stag do <laughs> <laughs> well yeah there's less of there's an aggressive tone to some stag do's you'd see in manchester are like why can't you guys just like go and steal some bullion in turin instead please <laughs> i tell you what kevin it's starting to feel like a fun gun brew oh isn't yeah, this it is it's starting Although I don't like think it. there's a single firearm in this entire movie. The, no, the I, mafia I, have some. The mafia do. The yes. mafia. Yeah. So there are guns. There is fun, and there is brew. I like that little video briefings are being passed around everywhere because, like, Mr. Bridger from prison gets to watch a little video, be like, they're setting up. They're doing all the stuff. Is this all right with you? They're getting ready for the heist. There you go. It's not Michael Caine, but they all sound like that. They all they're, sound they're like all, that kind of. Yeah. They're all Michael Caine in this. I mean, let's just uh, be honest. American and Irish and. and Australian and otherworldly listeners, they all kind of sound the same, don't they? Like, you know? Kevin, I know quite a few things from The Sopranos, but one thing I know from The Sopranos is that a funeral is the perfect way to temporarily get out of prison to have a chat with your criminal oh, yeah. mates. And that excuse is used in full force here. What a terrible blow. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Great Aunt Norris or whatever? What a terrible Something blow. Like what a terrible blow. And he's basically just been like, okay, lads, yeah, go ahead. But the mafia will undoubtedly fuck you up and you will be in deep shit if you uh, get on the wrong side of them. And they're like, all right, it we'll will, just... It'll be your funeral, so it will. Well, yeah. Uh, we're in Italy for the famous Italian job. And Bivarecki, and almost immediately the mafia are here to be like, Fuck fuck off. Fuck off you lot. Get get fuck get out of here. And how do you know they're in the mafia? Because of their hats. Yes, they've got the hats and the suits. They do. And they, they, look and they smash mm. a car up as a kind of a flex, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a big digger yeah. that they're just like smashing all the cars up with. But Charlie, in response, threatens this was to... horrible like <laughs> I will smash up every Italian business in yeah. the UK. Every ice cream parlor, every pizzeria, I'll fucking kick the doors in and, and destroy. And they don't, they, don't, they don't believe him. And then he's like, from London to Liverpool to Glasgow. That's oh, fucking knows the places. The three main places that we went. <laughs> Call it off. Call it off. <laughs> How much gold do you want? They... Leave our leave our businesses alone. <laughs> and again, the mafia, like they just fuck up their cars, and they're like, right. 
Well, on you go. So there's a little bit here where they have to make their way into the traffic control center, I think. Yes, this is the high stakes, super technical uh, stakeout where they kill the lights, they go in and they send their undercover perverts to change the reels on a big machine from the 60s Batman TV show that goes... I, I love, I like the score, but yeah. then bleeps and bloops. Anytime they're in a room and they're like, it's not reading his technology, they just go bleep, 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 bleep. Oh, it, it's tech. Something very funny, and I know it's like silly to make fun of old technology, but changing the reel on a computer is like, that's beautiful. Just like popping this big reel of tape off and Look, putting a Sam, new one in. That was the only way that we could play on the Commodore 64. And yeah. that was, you know, that was a privilege back in those days so i do remember distinctly playing the commodore 64 for the first time on tape and being really stuck on terminator 2 and thinking if i were to fast forward this cassette in my father's hi-fi perhaps i could oh, you think ahead of the game. it didn't I, work I, so i i never experienced tape-based computing and so to me the idea of that you could you, you, can't, have com- it's you can't have computer stuff on a tape like i get a disc like i, I had floppy discs i get that because there's a disc in it and i know that discs are computer but tape isn't computer mate that that was bullshit you were just listening to stories you weren't tape playing computer isn't games. computer you tape heard isn't it computer. here first no i don't believe it and i also don't believe in molten metal but we've been over that before we've been over that it, it's fine it always it's looks like like special effects it's not real that's my theory and tape is not computer so <laughs> they've made their way in they've replaced the reel and so that's one of the key tick lists items on yes. the agenda done and we get, we get a little look at the gold Ooh, uh, coming off the plane oh yeah I do, it does look tasty doesn't it gold I'm not sure that's because yeah. I've eaten a lot of McVitie's gold bars in the last few months, but uh, I wrap my chompers around that. It's a soft metal, I've heard. Well, I was going to say, despite how like heavy and solid it is, it does always feel like you could chew, you could, like chew, you get a big bite of gold and kind of chew a bit of gold. Why do you think all those millionaires in Dubai are putting gold on their fish and chips? It's because it's Cause delicious. It, yeah, it's it, it's clear. It's obvious, and we normies don't get it. Oh, oh, does it have like, a taste, gold? No. Have you tasted it gold? Does, it, I have tasted gold. It oh, well. La-dee-da. Uh, we we got gold leaf man. in one of the school labs where I taught, and I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> no taste? Just... That taste. Didn't taste of anything. I didn't oh. even get a golden shite. It was so not worth it. But the... platinum, platinum is delicious. Uh, okay. A friend of oh, mine yeah, told yeah. me yeah. he went to Dubai. It is delicious. I can't tell if you're joking. That pla- like, do, can you eat platinum? No, surely not. Could you? Well, no. Salt Bay, try it. Yeah. <laughs> and if it kicks off, give me the residuals. Yes. So they're burning all the plans and maps, getting rid of the evidence here. And Benny Hill, at this point, sort of writes himself out of the movie for maybe the entire rest of it. He just. He kind of. He fades into obscurity now that he's done his bit, right? He just gets on a tram, is a pervert, grabs a woman, gets arrested and that's he's done his bit and he's got that yeah now, all right this this italian woman speaks at like treble speed they speed it up and they spit like this 
they yeah. split up the footage. I think that's to try and do the Benny. Is that No one moves quickly. She walks at normal speed, but she's speaking in this really high pitched, sped up voice. And at this point, I was caught between A, being like, that's clearly racist, and B, being like, I'm surprised and impressed at the remarkable restraint at the lack of them lot over there style content that is in this movie, considering yeah. it's a British production about going to Italy in the late 60s it, with Penny Hill in it. It could have been a lot worse in terms of dodgy stuff here, but we've got rid but of it, Benny Hill. Yeah, so he's gone. We go. So, I mean, yeah. I feel like that was kind of like, you know... <laughs> You've been bit on the hand of a zombie movie. I'm going to chop off my whole arm. Yeah. You know, a bad thing has happened to prevent much worse things happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only way to kill Benny Hill is by moving the head or severing the spinal column from the brain. Yes. Otherwise, um, you just keep getting up going... That misshapen monster. Kevin, it's 1969. We're in the swinging 60s. And yet, would you believe it? The firm is a bunch of bloody, and I'm going to say it, millennial snowflakes. They're all like, oh, I feel sick in the back of a car. Oh, I'm going to get a migraine. Oh, Tommy. And Charlie's like, no, you are all going into back. And that is is turning Australian. (laughs) My word, my Michael Caine word is final. So that is what... You will do for me. I did like their matching jumpsuits, though. Very fetching. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Very, very very good indeed. Mm, Lovely stuff. And so we're we're kind of, we're into it now. I I feel like we're into the kind of... the time. the bit. I feel like the, the, the film is very much a film. It's a film of two halves, Kevin. Um, it is. And it reminds you know, me of the beautiful we, game. The, the podcasters were kind of like the uh, the 12th men on the pitch here, we, as, yes. as, it, as it were. Although I will say, maybe you should worry about the 11 men who are on the pitch. Yeah. Well, yeah. Huh? We've had the funny, silly, chatty bit. And now we've got the kind of the execution of the plan. We don't need Benny Hill for this. Uh, we are this, over this that hill. Like, I don't want to say it can almost be a different movie, but I was like, when yeah. we got to the end of this, Joe was like, oh man, this is great. Like, you know, she she just saw this bit basically. Mm. And I was like, would you want to watch it at Christmas? And she's like, oh yeah, definitely. And I was like, yeah, I would probably tactically fall asleep and wake up at this bit. Mm. And I feel like I wouldn't miss anything really. Not to say the first no. part of the movie is bad. No. This is fucking, this is this is the best. This is the bit that yeah. you want. It's the bit. You, we've been setting up all the pieces and now we get to watch watch it all happen. The gold convoy is lead. This feels like, I know we we compare things to video games all the time, but this is literally from the 60s. And of course, all of these sorts of games will take this inspired all sorts. But it's so Grand Theft Auto A to kind of oh, watch yeah. the bits and be like, okay, we have to go over this bit now and go to this mission market. But it, ah, oh, beautiful stuff. The convoy is on the way. And just the old school tech of like, if, there's security cameras and CCTV. You just throw a little thing that goes. That's it. They're fucked. You just throw that near it and it hates the noise. So the, the cameras just shut down. They're like, oh, that, oh, that is annoying. That's going right through me. Like, oh, I, I will stop. praise your British ingenuity simply once in this episode mm. and taking over an armored truck with sticks. I am impressed by that. Yeah, yeah. That um, is literally the spirit that won you World War One and lost you millions of lives in the process. <laughs> this is a really enjoyable bit of the film, but because it's traffic-based, there is so much fucking beeping. Beep! It's less beep, more boop. 
That's what we want. Yeah, that's what we want. But it's a complete honk fest. Like, you can't get away <laughs> from the fact that it's just... It, Michael Caine's like, my name is... Uh, it just can't fucking hear anything anyone's saying because it's just BBBP. Did it stress you out? Well, given my traffic jam situation yeah. uh, yesterday, I mean, I, obviously, typically I'm the one doing the beeping, but when I'm on... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Sam has is an automatic beep when the car feels yeah. that he's been wrong. It just fires away. <laughs> <laughs> So they, they, they've managed to capture the van, as you said, with with sticks. They just sticks you and know. stones. Yeah. It's a to very break um, the Italian spirit, and they have captured it. Prepared the minis for the holdover and the, uh, the handover of the bullion. Yes, I mean we get some great. We got everyone. Well, a lot, a big chunk of the lads dressing as footy fans because there's an England game on while we're here, <laughs> so they can disguise themselves as England fans. And yeah, the minis are taking the naughty route through the city. There is an established route on paths and down little alleyways to get away from the traffic. And that's why they're driving minis, because they're little and they can nip in and out of bits. Um, Let me course, tell you, mm. car going down the stairs, all is well in your movie if you give me that. I fucking hate driving. I'm doing a lot more of it these days, but... Hate it. And I'm not I'm not normally like, I want to go fast or I want to skid around the corner. But going downstairs in a car imagine how that feels you know I mean it is it is it is amazing looking isn't it I mean the, yeah. the closest we get to here of something that I've done is when they drive through the rivery bit I drove through a shallow river once and that was right. both terrifying and exhilarating and made yes. me it made me feel like a real man um, <laughs> But yeah, I would say you get the same thing from going downstairs in a mini. Going mm. downstairs in a bike, though, Ooh, that's no. scary. That's yes. too scary, you know? Not not doing that. And this is back in the 60s when, like, suspension was not as developed as it is now. So you'd be really feeling those. Oh, those you things. and I in them minis. Like, I remember <laughs> I, I used to drive a Toyota Yaris, and at the end of mm. a month, I'd look up at the roof. and Like, literally, there'd be just my hair matted into it just because it would intermesh <laughs> with the roof of the car. Uh, you want to talk about the Italian job? Some sort of a heist? The real heist here? They nick a bloody roast chicken clean off. Off the dinner table. Yeah, I mean that's that's what you should be stealing. Bunch of delicious roast chickens. That's that's video gamey though, because fucking like, oh, what's the one where there's just fucking floor chicken? I mean, there's a lot of games where there's that. Streets of Rage, floor chicken. It, it felt like yeah. that. You just you know pick up a chicken. Oh, delicious. And I, I tell mm. you, I don't know why because I never would have done it. But them driving through the pedestrian zones really fast, having stolen a chicken, everyone going ah and jumping out of the way, really made me want to go on holiday in Italy again, or at the very least increase my mastery in sapienza on hitman <laughs> i mean it's it, italy looks very nice in this there yeah, this part shots. of the movie is fucking beautiful yes so fucking pretty love it all of this stunt and chase work and the way it's shot and the way it's done it's all very obviously very practical there are cars doing these stunts there's like it, there's goofy bits and there are impressive bits but they mm. all come like there's no bit that takes you out of it like there's this like really fucking amazing skid out where like there's like a, a soapy bit of pavement yes. and a guy fucking <laughs> he wipes out yeah. wipe out and then yeah. there's a part where a guy drives through a fucking wall yes yeah but then there's yeah. also a part where one of the cars drives through a gate and there are so obviously like dummies in there that are rattling around 
It didn't. It, it, but it, nothing took me away from it. It was all nice. just like you know. And it wasn't like necessarily like adrenaline pumping, high octane. Yeah, it what wasn't was like it? that. But it was a good pace of just fun shit happening. Less mm. manic than like the Blues Brothers. It just felt yeah. like they were getting, they were going to plan, and it was nice to see. It's very satisfying to watch all this isn't it it does feel yes. very satisfactory to see all of this happen uh, it's, it's nice satisfying to see car drive diagonally down mm. the staircase it's satisfying to watch three minis in quick succession drive up the roof of a slanty stadium it's all oh, very God. fun to see going up the curved roof thing god that f- that fucking feels nice, you know, watching that. That feels good. I'm getting Blending that fucking... in the car dealership. Come on! <laughs> I'm getting that kind of TikTok dopamine stuff of, like, it's just a, a succession. <laughs> it's flicking through various satisfying things. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, please, I want more. It's very tasty. Mm. Speaking of tasty, get- some of the food on offer in the traffic jam that the Italians seem to be enjoying. Oh, Maron. Oh. 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 And we, we then cut to... <laughs> I'm not even sure which Italians are meeting. Is this the Mafia meeting up? There's a bit where there's just a bunch of Italians oh, going. It's, it's it's all like the top Italian brass from the right, city. The, you know, the, the people who control the traffic lights, the people who control City Hall, right, you know, all yes. those guys. And they're like, what the fuck is happening here? It's all fouled up. Fouled up. I mean, that's... Despite them speaking in Italian and using very Italian gestures, you can tell that uh, that is a British translation of what they've said. <laughs> But an absolute foul up. Everything is fouled up. Um, uh, oh. Slight issue develops here, Sam. The mm. cars jump over a series of roofs. Mm. No slow motion. No guitar riff. No, this is not cinema, technically. Uh, but, uh, the precedent the hadn't re- been set. Re- <laughs> no whammy bar. <laughs> no nothing. Like, why even? How do you make the jump then? Uh, yeah, Ridiculous. it's hard to work out how they did it without slow motion or, or a bit of whammy. You um, don't even need to actually be slow motion. You could just go, Ooh. and I would have been happy with that as well. So the problem was they had one opportunity to either speed up or slow down the tape, um, and slow they up. used it up on Benny Hill. Um, <laughs> that, we, we can't adjust the speed the other way. We've used that opportunity now. But there's no whammy bar, but the drivers are giving it whammy going over Way. the roofs. They're, they're properly, you know, giving it giving it the whammy. This um, is when the correctly identified song Self-Preservation <laughs> Society came on. I was grabbed by a giant hand out of the clouds and ripped out of my moment enjoying the movie because mm. all I could hear was at Nationwide, at Permanent TSP, at Admirable, at AXA, it's a good song and it really suits the vibe of this movie. Like oh, that's... baby. Oh, Yes. Yes. Self-preservation society? No. Big society. That's what we want. But it doesn't fit. This is a big society. It doesn't doesn't work, you know? This is a big society. You know what? If David Cameron had come out and he'd have sung that, I'd have respected it. But what's he doing now? <laughs> Sitting with his trotters up. Trotters up. Catch. <laughs> Whereas Ed Miliband, he'd been like, this is a self-preservation society with strong controls on immigration. No! 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, he'd, have, he'd have pronounced society wrong and then had to do it again, but everyone would have been like, ah, oh, mate, you had your chance. He would have tried to grab the chicken and dropped it. Oh, no. <laughs> Take pictures of him, like, dropping the chicken. Uh, I couldn't even do the Italian job. Was I supposed to blow the bloody doors off? Doors off? Of course I was. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's fucked up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so now they, they've got to get the mini wheels lined up to get the minis onto the they've got a bus they got a thunderbird it's sam bus oh amazing and you know what i, I appreciate that they don't just smoothly do it first try no, there's a bit, a bit where they're like oh, I've, I've messed it up a bit let me just reverse back and try. It's like me trying to get into a parking space, you know. It takes well, two hard. Yeah, like imagine yeah. it's trying to get into a moving parking space. It's really hard. Yeah, I wouldn't want to At do it. At high speed. I do like as well that simultaneously with them pulling off the heist, it seems now, and they're on the home stretch, yeah. they're back in prison. Bridger gets a great big ovation like he's Paddington after he makes the chef nice. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how they know that it's all gone well. I guess just news has come through on he's, the wireless. He's, he's got, yeah, he's got the wireless, hasn't he? You know, the, yeah. the instant technology of the late 60s. So they start driving through the Alps, and oh mm. boy, I want to know this, Sam. Have you ever driven up a mountain on a bus? Not on a... Uh, no, I don't think I have. When I, I was have. in Japan, we went up Mount Fuji on a tour bus. <laughs> and I'm not sure what was scarier doing that or the fucking confidence that your man had oh my god almighty he yeah. was absolutely convinced it was all going to plan like and he would like literally drive over the edge of the fucking cliff to give himself enough leeway to spin around so you kept going like like ah! oh my god yeah. Awful stuff. Awful. Oh, I don't like it. Um, no. no, I don't like a blind bend at the best of times, but on a fucking cliff? No, thank no you. Thanks. But yeah, the, uh, I mean, that misplaced confidence is happening here. Our driver's really going for it. They start dumping the minis just off the cliff. And again, this was before like recycling and that. So you could just, you you could could just that, leave like... cars wherever you wanted, and that yeah. was fine. But now you're not allowed to do that. But they just dumped the cars out, fine. And it's all gone well. The heist has succeeded until... <gasps> Oh, they've gone a little they've skidded over the edge and they're now teetering fucking bus full of gold and blokes teetering on the edge of a cliff now what did are they you do? know what was going to happen here with the ending because I know you knew that there was a bus you know but teetering. in terms of the, the ending here do you know did you, did you were you expecting resolution I guess no I, I think I knew that that was the end that like they, they're just teetering wow. and that's it yeah I knew that because it, it's like coming up on Britain's funniest bits of films this bit at the, the, the very end of at Churchill we'll never leave you dangling over a bus <laughs> on the edge of the Alps <laughs> like in the final moments of the Italian job. <laughs> Hang on, lads. I've got a plan. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I do like that there is a bit where they're trying to kind of navigate the situation. There's gold on one end, there's blokes in the middle, and they're trying to get the blokes over to the other side. And again, not to... I don't know why I'm comparing this to, like, TikTok and Instagram ads and stuff, but it's that very satisfying, like, only one out of 80 people can solve this puzzle of how you can do this <laughs> stuff around. <laughs> It was like a mobile game of how to stop that bus from 
them teetering over, but they never quite solve it. Just, we do spend a lot of time like counterbalancing and just moving quietly. Yeah. We don't just end, we dwell on no. it, and then we end, which I think, like, there's a lot of movies and series that end with no resolution that garner a lot of ill will. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say this is anything other than a great ending. Like, no one's yeah. ever like, fuck's sake, what happened, what happened to Charlie? Like, what, what happened to all the lads? What happened to the bullion, you know? It's. I think it's a great ending. Um, although, yeah. the fact that he does the line, hang on a minute, lads, I've got a great idea. And then we get two, uh, uh, and it's the exact same uh, like dubbed on a second time. And it's just, it just didn't need the uh. No, it, it didn't, didn't need the uh. But I think as an ending, that very much suits the tone of the film. And we don't know what the fate of these lads is, but we know that Charlie's a have-a-go hero and he'll, pro- he'll probably sort it out. Or maybe he won't, but, we, you know, we I like not knowing. It's, it's I, I We'll find like out in the back. Italian job too, coming to I cinemas. <laughs> Never. I would like us to cut back to the prison and they're like, we're getting updates now live uh, with uh, what's going on. Like, everyone stops cheering. They all go back <laughs> to their cells, all worried, like, anxious. Sore tummy from Bridger, like, you know. <laughs> that feels like England scoring early in a World Cup semi-final, and then, you know, they've been a penalty has been awarded against them, and everyone sort of calms down a bit and starts looking stressed. And then David Beckham's like, hang on, lads, I've got a plan. And he only, he only fucks it. Oh, I had, I, look, Kevin, I had a really good time. That was very, very fun. Is all, uh, That's what I was going to say. It's just a fun, fun film. I don't yeah. think I've heard you say a single bad word against it. No, um, no. It's probably, it's got some, like, 60s sensibilities that are a bit... But it's not. Yeah. It's nowhere near as bad as it feels like it, it could yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you go in, like, I feel like a rewatch, your guard will probably be down a little bit, because mm. you, you know it's not as bad as you worry that it could potentially be. An hour and 40, a breezy fucking watch this as well. Yeah. It yeah. is very much two halves, very different, but both very enjoyable for, for mm. different reasons. And Michael Caine is just like, he's so fucking charismatic. Every little bit he does oh. is just, oh, Baron. Baron. Sanitation. <laughs> Baron. It's brought me around on Kane. I wasn't anti-Kane by any any means, but it's like, I, I didn't realise how silly and funny and charming and charismatic he was. I think I had a quite two-dimensional perception of Michael Caine from essentially Batman movies yeah. Muppet Christmas Carol Christopher Nolan bit, bits and bobs but th- so this, this was these- a f- funnier yeah. movie than you were expecting it to be i didn't realize how to what extent this was like literally a comedy i thought it was a action movie that might have had I didn't, i'm not even sure i knew they were like fully silly i guess i knew that you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off i didn't know it was you like knew, meant you knew to a lot sad. about it but yeah. funnily enough knowing a lot about it didn't really impact no. uh, the pleasure at no. all really no, you no, know no, no. Yeah. and i will say the fun heist baby baby i could, that's just something i could watch for days and days if you're looking for a, a, a nice little weekend movie to watch a little Sunday watch Logan mm. Lucky that came out recently that's got yes that's got that, good heist energy to it and I would say I've that's always it. a, a it's a it's a good in that a good obviously end. the Oceans yeah. movies but mm-hmm. this is landed very very well oh very well yes I'm going to come back to the same word that I've been yapping on for ages but it's satisfying it just feels good you know it's it's a hearty Italian meal forget it's, Italian it's, job it brings people together I feel like it's one of those things where like, I feel like when you watch The Great Escape mm. there was a degree of I can see why you liked it so much dad yes 
But this Where's... is like, shut up, Dad. I like this. This is yeah. mine. <laughs> shut up, Dad. I, I like it. We shut can't up, like Captain it together. Tom, I like it's it. for me. <laughs> it's a bit of fun. It's a bit of bit of bloody best of British fun. And to be honest, we've had occasions of watching some absolute dog shit British films on Cinema Swirl recently. Have so we this, ever? Sex Lives of the Potato Men might be the the ultimate lads movie but this is maybe a close second you know, look but... sam as as we've often said we all piss fart and shit and shag <laughs> and that's why we all love the italian job all that is left now is to ask your star wipe rating i'm very intrigued oh, those okay. of us in the background who silently observe your ratings perhaps now with bated breath hopeful curious to know the italian job what did you think you were only supposed to do a Star Wars right? All right, it, uh, right. It's it's strong. It's a strong four Star Wipes. You heard it here first. Oh, thanks for listening to another episode of Cinema Swell. This episode was produced by Kevin, edited by me, Sam, and I also did the music. If you want to support the show, then patreoncom swell is the way to go. If you want to follow us on the socials, we're at CinemaSwirl on Twitter and Facebook.com forward slash CinemaSwirl on Facebook, which is where our votes for episodes take place. If you've got questions, queries, comments or anything else for the mailbag, then send it on over to CinemaSwirl at gmail.com. That's CinemaSwirl at gmail.com. Please do keep recommending the show to your friends if you think they'll like it, or even if you don't think they'll like it, just recommend it anyway. All right, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye.